I'm so excited for season Hey, everybody. Two. Welcome to Kicking in the Second Half, Kish YZ. We have episode 23 here for you, and we're ready to get this thing started. I'm your host, D, back again. Hey, Hugh, that's my co-host. Say what up to the people, Hugh. What up, people? Hey, get closer, because I can barely see you. You look like a potato. <sighs> now say it again, bro. What up, people? Hey, for anyone that's curious what I was talking about at the start of this video, D likes to Nobody is curious what you were conversation. talking about. So let's get straight like into the, the episode. This is episode 23. We're covering what we're going to call the Dirty Dozen. And what we mean by the Dirty Dozen is that's about how many games we have left in the league, Hugh. Am I right? No. How many yeah, games you right. got left, bro? Well, it's different for every team, but yeah, about there. It's about a dozen left, right? Somewhere in the range of less, but yeah. 11 to 13. I mean, so an average of 12, that's okay, a yeah. dozen, right? Okay. Well, on average, yeah, I'd probably say around 12. Maybe a All decimal right. point in there, but yeah. I'm sorry. If y'all are listening to this, um, yeah, give us a like if you like this because it's starting out kind of bad already. Give us a subscribe if you haven't. Uh, for every subscriber we have at the end of the month, I'm donating a dollar to the Limbs for Life organization. Uh at limbsforlife.org if you would like to donate as well. Uh, but yeah, this month of April is the uh, Limb Loss Awareness Month. So I just want to remind all the viewers. But yeah, definitely give us a subscribe if you haven't. Hugh, what were you saying earlier? Go ahead, buddy. About what? I don't know. We don't know. Once more, put in the comments, everybody, if you're listening to this part of the video, are Cheez-Its flat goldfish? Because that's what's been on this oh, guy's sh- mind for a long time now. We've been talking about it for a week or two. Hugh, are you okay over there? Nah, bro. No, bro. It's hot. It's hell in my room. So I got the windows down. We're having like a crazy windstorm. Stuff's blowing all around my room right now. You don't hear them noises? Holy cow, bro. It's like a Yeah, I heard the noises. To be honest, I really thought you had a ghost in there, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't see anybody behind you. Yeah, I'm going to have to shut these behinds. I'll shut these windows. Hold on. Okay, Bro, so I'm just going to go straight into the episode. So what we're wanting to cover is basically uh, go over some of the, the teams that – basically all the teams that's been winning over the last couple of days. I'm not sure how the games are going tonight as far as the ones that haven't finished, but um, I guess i got to wait for Hugh so he'll know what I'm talking about because he has no notes for this. So I'm sorry about that. I hear you. I hear you. I hope he's okay. Can, you can hear me? Okay, so I'm going to go back to uh, – yeah, today is April 28th. So let's look at yesterday's games, April 27th. A uh, quick rundown, but I, I might stop in between some of these games. The Thunder beat the Celtics. So right there, that's kind of like an oddball game. I'm going to throw that one out as far as topic of discussion because the Thunder, I guess we didn't want to keep our losing streak alive. Um, but this, like I said, I want I just want to kind of throw out there as well that the Dirty Dozen, these, these are the games where the teams, if they're not serious already, then it's too late. And if they are serious, they're definitely grinding. So we're going to see some competitive games because of the standings on most points here, maybe except the last two games, just depending on who's locked in and what seating. But up until that point, this is really a grind right here. So let's go to another game. Bucks beat the Hornets. Are you surprised there, Hugh? Uh, I didn't I haven't looked at the standings as far as where that place anybody. It's probably about the same, but we know the Hornets was right there on the border, but they were in the mix of the uh, play-in tournament, but they were like around like an AC, but the Bucks, I guess they're, they're holding steady in the top three right there with that win. But if they keep grinding out some wins, you know, they might creep up to second or something, just depending on what Philly does. You want to touch anything on that game? Uh, I mean, okay. I expect let's go to the Blazers. They beat the Pacers. The Blazers overtook the Pacers. The Blazers are doing what they need to do. They've been putting up points yesterday. Actually, they put up some points today. Uh, we'll jump into that game. Um, the Blazers beat – who were they playing today, Hugh? They won, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And they did win. So we're going to move on to the Nets beating the Raptors. So it looks like a trend here outside of that Thunder-Celtics game. Like these winning teams that should be winning games, they're locked in. They're, they're, they're cleaning up. I mean, the Raptors, yeah, they're trying to make a push, you know, trying to stay in that play-in loop there. But the Nets won another game, trying to stay up there on the top of the East. Uh, the Timberwolves, they beat the Rockets, yeah. Not a lot going on there from a competitive standpoint because we know where both of those teams are. They're in the bottom of the West. But the Timberwolves, who you had mentioned the other day, they've been winning some games, man. Come bro. Tiny Towns, bro. Shout out to Minnesota, bro. They beat Utah back-to-back nights. And, and so, I mean, you can expect them to be 
Houston, but I mean, yeah, bro, if Utah was playing like, uh, excuse me, if uh, Minnesota was playing like this, we'd be talking about them in a, in a playoff hunt. But yeah, I, I mean, too. So let's too talk about too late, that but... right now. Let's take a, a brief pause on what we're talking about and discuss that. Like, bro, it's almost like a what if here, man. If the Timberwolves were healthy, could we have seen them in the mix of things, you know, in that play-in tournament as far as being close enough to get in there this time of the year if, if it wasn't for Car Anthony Towns with COVID? it wasn't for D'Angelo Russell with uh, his injury. Like, you think they'd be yeah. in the mix? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the thing with Minnesota, I think they're a talented team. I mean, I, I'm huge on Carl Anthony. Like, we uh, we did a thing with centers, and I think well, he was in my in my top few or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm very high on Carl Anthony. He, you know, he gets hurt a lot, and, yeah, he missed a, a while with COVID. But, I mean, that was unfortunate, you know. Uh, I like D'Angelo Russell. But, I mean, he missed a good amount of time with injury. And, I mean, Malik Beasley's balling this year, but, uh, you know, he was suspended. And I, I think also he got uh, hurt at some point this year. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if all their guys, you know, if they had, you know, a little better luck with with not getting COVID with Carl Anthony and injury history, uh, you know, the other guys getting a little banged up, I think they had a shot at least playing. I mean, that's a talented team, in my opinion. They just had some unfortunate luck this season. I mean, yeah, we're looking at, you know, just what I can think of with the players on the roster, like the main guys. Anthony Edwards. I forgot about Anthony Edwards. Oh, of course, man. Look, he's in the running for uh, Rookie of the Year now, man. Maybe that's why Lamella's on his way back, potentially. But, I mean, the dude's balling there. So you got a future piece right there. You know, if you retain Carl Anthony Towns, if he's not wanting out, obviously you got your main star right there. You have Dan Russell as a former All-Star, so a backup guy there that can uh, help with the talent that's on the court. Ricky Rubio, if he stays, you know, you got a veteran guy off the bench there. Then you have uh, Malik Beasley, who's having basically, or was having a career year outside of that suspension he had happened to him. And the collection of pieces, I, I think a lot of it's not the talent. It's just upper management, like we had talked before with your bud in one of the earlier podcasts. It is it's just from, you know, the management, they, they need to figure out a way to work them into a proper system and, and be consistent. And, you know, it starts from starts from the top down, in my opinion, when it comes to that. But weren't the Timberwolves in the news because they they were purchased, right? Yeah. The team was mm-hmm. bought by another personnel, whoever. is A-Rod. A-Rod in this group, right? Yep. So, you know, A-Rod, I'm sure he's about winning because of, you know, Major League Baseball. That's, you know, that's what he tried to do when he was playing a professional sport. So having a professional sports athlete, former professional sports athlete, control a professional sports team, you know, this could be good or this could be bad. This could kind of be like the Michael Jordan situation with the Charlotte Bobcats. Hopefully not because A-Rod, you know, as far as I know, you know, didn't play or it, obviously he didn't play like professional basketball, but he might have played basketball in the past. I, I don't know all about that, but just in general here, you know, him having that mentality of, of winning and coming from a professional athlete standpoint, maybe he can understand the players more and see what they want or would like to have or what they need to keep them motivated and keep them gelled and consistent. Like this team right here, if they keep all the pieces, this could be like a developmental team in the comparison of another Western conference team, which is the new Orleans Pelicans of the own pieces that they have there and just finding the matching coach in the system to make that work. And I see the Timberwolves on that same track. Like you've got some assets to work with. The talent is there. The guys are young and you might need one or two more vets just to help backfill in some aspects as far as, you know, how to go about yourself in the, in the league, how to deal with games, how to deal with back-to-backs, just those minor things here and there. And this could be a serious play in team next year. Um, you know, somewhere sitting in the bottom, the bottom between seventh and, and 12th there. Well, I guess to be in the play and you can't go below 10th. So, you know, definitely in that seating, if they still have that, that seven through 10th, like they could definitely be in there. Carl Anthony Towns is a big name. He's a, he's a major player there in the Western conference. I mean, he didn't make the all-star team this year, but he's an all-star caliber player for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd hate to match up, uh, you know, with, uh, with a healthy Carl Anthony and, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, uh, Malik Beasley. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a team with a lot of uh, potential. Yeah, it is. And like I said, jumping back into this list, you know, they, you know, what you said, they beat the Utah Jazz, which was shocking. And we're just not getting to talk about that, you know, back to back games. But, you know, but then beating the Rockets, uh, what are the Rockets this year? Just an update plug. Uh, John Wall, like you say, he's out the rest of the season. Nothing much to expect from the Rockets from here on out. I mean, it's just 
went all downhill for the Rockets. We're going to have to talk about that in another podcast. So let's, anything else you want to touch on with the Timberwolves in that short break that we just took? Shout out Moose. Yeah, shout out Moose, bro. I feel for you. Hopefully next year will be a decent year. Should be a playoff year. Hopefully. It looks like it could be, but West is tough, like some overcooked steak. Let's go to uh, one other game. I guess the last game that was listed yesterday's slate was the Mavericks beating the Warriors. Uh, I'm sure mm. you had a piece of that. You got a piece of mine you would like to give us on that game. Yeah, Luca went off. Couldn't stop him. Um, I mean, is this what Draymond. they should be doing? Is this what Dallas should be doing? They're higher up than the Warriors, but at the same time, the Warriors need to win too to stay in that loop. Yeah, yeah, I would just mean that. Last game, um, yeah, you know, I was watching it, and yeah, just this Luca couldn't be stopped. I think he had 37, maybe something like that. Uh, Curry had 28, so he didn't get to 30. But I mean, the you know, he was it was just one of them games. He wasn't hitting all his shots, and he could have used some help, and, and no one really around him stepped up. Uh, Draymond. Uh, facilitated as usual, but uh, he scored zero points. Um, you know, you, Wiggins uh, and Ubre. I think Wiggins had 18, maybe 15, something like that. And I think Ubre made a head like 10. I don't think Ubre played very well. So just one of them games, you know, not everybody stepped up when you needed them. And, and uh, Dallas, you know, even without Porzingis, uh, who's out right now with injury, um, Luca was able to step up. And I and, uh, think Tim Hardaway had a good game too. But uh, just the guys that needed to step up for them did, and the guys who needed to step up for the Warriors didn't. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if Dallas, you know, they want to continue running uh, wherever they're right now, where are they at? Uh, sixth, uh, I think, are in, they the, six in the West now? currently, I think. Yeah, they were well, sixth. Were they sixth? Last time, we yeah. talked, last time we talked about it, yeah, they were right outside the play-in play tournament. So, so yeah, if they're trying to, to hold out and not have to participate in the play-in, then they need to win those games, especially games that they should. I hate to say it, but, you know, their, their record shows that they're a better team than the Warriors. So, I mean, definitely the games that they should. But, I mean, that's the thing with Dallas. They're so inconsistent. You know, they'll they'll beat the Warriors. You know, they'll beat, you know, the Clippers a game or, you know, the Suns a game, and then they'll turn around and lose to, you know, a team that's that's outside of the play-in. So, they're just extremely inconsistent. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, for one game, it looks like they did what they should have done and, and had a good team win. Hopefully they can build on that. Yeah, I mean, that's like you said, you hit the, uh, the nail on the head there. There's – there's nothing else about it. The Mavericks need definitely win the easies. I'm not sure what the rest of their schedule is looking at, but looking like, but they need to take care of business and keep riding the win streak there or whatever they have going on, because that's, they're basically where they need to be. You know, I'm kind of hoping that it stays put with them playing potentially the Clippers in the first round of the West, just because of where, you know, the bubble was last year. They met each other in the playoffs. I want to see that happen again. You have something you want to add? Yeah, I just want to correct. I think they're – aren't they seventh? Because isn't Portland sixth, right? Did it change? Because the last time we talked, they were – you know, two days ago, they were sixth because the Clippers were in third, and that would have been that that matchup there, I believe. Uh, oh, that yeah. Three versus Clippers six. third. Clippers third. Um, uh, Denver fourth. Denver fourth. Fifth is the Lakers. I thought six was – six wasn't Portland. Six was Denver. I mean, uh, the Dallas. Six switched. was Portland like a week, week, week well, Portland, and a half ago. Well, Portland won won yesterday and today. So I mean, it, it, I haven't, I didn't look today. Uh, this I didn't look today either. either. So okay. it's probably okay. either even six or, or seven. The, okay. the Dallas Mavericks price. They would have the edge either way, I think. So okay, let's just okay. let's just say Dallas is in six because they probably are. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that was yesterday's slate of games. But like you said, the Warriors, you know, you also need to win some games if you want to stay locked in in the playoffs. But I think it's it's a bigger objective, if that makes any sense, to the Dallas Mavericks just because of matchup purposes. You know, they, I feel like they can get something going against the Clippers. You know, the Clippers are going to be out there trying to grind um, their wins to stay where they're at, if not move higher. But and also when it comes time to the playoffs, you know, you can't live up to the same you know, standard of what you had last year, you need to, you know, definitely climb higher and obviously make it out of the first round to not be laughed at. But, you know, Lucas, no joke. And if the Dallas Mavericks can show some consistency, then they shouldn't be looked at as a joke as a whole team. But like I said, they definitely got to clean up those easy wins and finish the season strong. You know, maybe take a game off for Luca in the very last game if the seeding is already locked in. Yeah, I agree. That's one thing that worries me with Luke. I mean, he does a, a lot, so I wouldn't be surprised if at some point maybe uh, injuries start to catch up with him because he just – I feel like he just does everything for that team. But, uh, I mean, he like does Curry. do everything, but, yeah. I mean, James Harden does a lot. He doesn't really have any serious injuries. Look at him right now. 
I mean, yeah, right now, but that's not really a serious injury. Like, I mean, it's an injury that keeps him out, no different than LeBron James with his injury, but it's not, in my opinion, a serious injury. It's not the extreme of obviously missing half or most of the season or all of a season injury, uh, ending injury. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, hopefully they can get themselves uh, in good enough position where Luka can sit a game or two uh, at the end. And uh, just yeah, to, you know, just, rest a little bit and they, they should be all right. Yeah, I mean, because when you're talking the West, even if the seating does change uh, slightly or if they have to play in the play-in tournament, that's an extra game there just to make it into the playoffs. So you just have to, you know, keep track of your body, keep track of your players and manage that. Once again, this could be one of those managing issues when it comes down the stretch as far as doing the right thing to preserve your players for the playoffs. But obviously as of right now, they got to keep winning these games because it's just so tight in the West. I mean, it's actually tight on both ends on the West and the East, just because of the play in style. Now, you know, some teams are on the board of making it. Some teams are on the board of not making it as far as either, um, not making the playoffs completely or just being above in sixth or fifth place because they wouldn't have to play in the play-in tournament. So let's go to today's slate of games. April 28th, uh, the Magic beat the Cavs. I mean, not a lot to talk about there. The Cavs looking like a play-in team. I don't think they were. And then we know that the Magic Magic is just kind of experimenting probably with different lineups, seeing what players they can use. Shout out, if I'm saying it right, Okiki. Yeah, that's his name. You know who he is? Yeah. yeah. I had him in fantasy yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's out there balling for the Magic. You know, that could be a player that might be um, somebody you should look out for next year with this roster. You know, they're going to be looking for some form of an all-star caliber player as far as within the team, not necessarily meaning that they're going to have an all-star caliber player compared to the rest of the league, but they're going to be looking for a, a defined leader. Um, I mean, signs point towards it being Cole Anthony, but you know, he might not be the only one or he might be competing for who's going to be the face of the team going forward as far as the more talented player. But I mean, obviously, Cole Anthony Town has more of a name to his uh, to his game and everything. And and he missed some time of the season. So next season, if he's healthy in the offseason, he can gain some strength and add to his game. And yeah, it'll just be interesting to see what other pieces the Magic could do. And then the Cavs, you know, I think um, Sexton was out with the concussion for this game and the last game or so. And, um, you know, they got some pieces there they can build. But, bro, what about Kevin Love, man? Did you see that about Kevin Love? What about him? Bro, I watched something. I, I guess, where did they go, back-to-back? So I think I saw it earlier today from yesterday's game or the last game that they played. Like, I guess he was frustrated. Whoever they were playing, like, they had, like, a, a layup on him or something. And he just, like, gently bounced the ball inbounds. Like, he got the ball, stepped out of the bounds, like, just basically handed the ball over almost to the other team. And they took the ball, shot the three, and he was just like – it's like he didn't care. Like, it's just clearly a frustration on the court. I didn't know if yeah, you saw that he or should, not. Yeah, he should, he should ask for a trade. I think it's past due. I mean, the Cavaliers don't really need, need them there for what they're trying to do, but it might be a hard sell. We're going to get into that yeah. later on. We'll get into that in another episode. Uh within the next week or so to round out the end of the regular season. But yeah, uh, let's go to the 76ers beat the Hawks. So is that something like obviously them. you would expect them whoop to do? Them. Because Go ahead. Say your they, piece. No, I was just saying they whooped them. They didn't just beat them. They whooped them by like, what, 40? And ben who, Simmons played, what I say, 16 minutes? I mean, 16 yeah, minutes because you gave me his that's stat basically line. A, like, that's what? basically a day off. 16 minutes. I mean, that's yeah, what you I mean, do sometimes. When you, I'm you disappointed in Atlanta. Like I'm disappointed in Atlanta not being at, uh, com- that competitive. I think Trey Young's still out, but I mean, still. Yeah, Trey uh, they Young's got still guys out. So. And, and they're right there in the middle of the East. You know, that, that's a good game. You know, you're not necessarily expected to win, but at least put up a fight. I mean, show you got what it takes. And they just got rolled over. I don't know when Embiid yeah, or Tobias put up, but I mean, somebody had to go off for them to win that much. So, but yeah, right, I mean, dis- disappointed in Atlanta. I mean, uh, Trey Young might not be ready for the next game. They're saying maybe by the end of the week. Same thing with DeAndre Hunter, but how much time can we expect from that guy because he's been out for so long? You they know, need if you him. have any hopes, obviously, of making it past the first round of the playoffs, you're going to need him back, but you're going to need him to, you know, kind of get reacclimated a little bit, but you're going to need him not to obviously reaggravate any injury because you're going to need all the depth you can there. But, yeah, it's it's rough stretch right now because who do you who do you use as your 
primary leader when um, Trey Young's out there. Bogdanovich has was playing good. I don't. He must have not played very. I mean, well he's me. a great shooter and a scorer at times. I mean, he did the same thing with the Sacramento Kings last year, and that's why you know different teams wanted them in the offseason. But he's he's not a main focus type of guy. I mean, it's Gallinari. Just, Gallinari's been playing good. And Gallinari is another guy with playoff experience uh, from you know the Thunder and from the Clippers, but again, who who Lou is Will. your go-to Lou guy? Will. I don't know. John the guy? I mean, Lou, Lou Williams Will. another guy who can perform on an offensive level, but you know he didn't help step up for the Clippers last year when they had their meltdown. You know, some of these guys can just score, but you need that main facilitator and you need that main guy that. Um, that guy that's tough under pressure and that guy that directs traffic. I mean, basically what you said, you're, you're listening to a bunch of players out there. They're good from an offensive uh, standpoint, from a skill standpoint, but you know, you can't have cars run into each other. You need that officer out there directing traffic when the, uh, when the lights aren't working. I'm gonna go with that pun. I like that analogy right there. The lights aren't working in Atlanta and you need an officer to direct traffic. That's fair. I like that. So uh, let's go on, dude. Bro, bro, bro. Yeah. Hey, the I Wizards, know what you're man. Oh, no, no. The mind. Wizards. Well, well, what were you thinking? No, sorry. Somebody, another, another game today. The Wizards beat the Lakers, man. Bro, that ain't a shot. Get the Lakers out of here. Hey, man, I'm not saying it in that way because obviously LeBron's not playing, but I'm saying it in a way that, bro, the Wizards, the Wizards, they. It's not just the fact that they beat the Lakers, but they won another game. They won another game. You said yourself. Hey, get back in the camera. They won hey, the hottest season basketball right now, bro. Huh? They won the hottest teams in the league right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at, bro. The Wizards, man. The Wizards, they're on this incredible streak of games that this last month, the Wizards have, have become the Wizards I thought they were going to be when they got Russell Westbrook and the Wizards that I doubted they could be when – the second half started like they're turning, they've turned it around. And we just talked about that. Hopefully they can keep this going and, you know, in the play-ins or the, or the playoff tournament, they, they keep going and they make the right decisions and make the right plays. I mean, I think Russ shot a pretty good percentage. Like you say, he had another triple double. I mean, when you can get players involved and, and some of the younger pieces like uh, Rory Hashimura, when they're playing at a, at a, as a great level, I mean, Anthony Davis, he played, I mean, yeah, he's not up to par on his regular dose of minutes and uh, he's performing because he's, you know, getting reaccustomed. But, uh, dude, bro, he he had um, – I think he played 26 minutes. Andre Drummond put up a double-double like his old self. So, you know, for some of those younger players like Roy Hashimori playing, you know, in the forward positions, you know, I'm sure that was a tough matchup for him. But that's, that's just something like the Wizards are doing great down this stretch of games. I mean, with a dozen games left, like I said, once again, I don't know their schedule, but they're taking care of business, man. And yeah, like you said, get the Lakers out of here. But because would you consider this a team that the Wizards should have beat? Yeah, yeah. Right now, the so way the Wizards have been playing, job. how hot so they are, and and with so the Lakers, that's, with, uh, that's what I'm getting at. They the they're doing what they need to do. They're doing their job and take care of business. Yeah, all I really got to say about this is I wish we could have seen this Wizards team all year. Because I mean, honestly, if they play like this all year you know, this consistent, you know, this good, this efficient. Uh, I really think, like, honestly, they could, like, be fourth in the East right now. If they've, if they've been playing like this all year, I don't see them higher than that, but I really think they could be up to fourth. Bro, you know who said it best, better late than never. Never late is better, but, um, yeah, you'd rather see this happen now than at the beginning of the season, and then it goes in reverse. Like I said, That's true. sometimes it takes some time to get the whole team on the on the same level of, of playing style, and the confidence up, but if this is what they got carrying into the uh, postseason as far as uh, consistency, that this is the time to do it is now. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. now because they're, they're right there and making the, the playoff play-in tournament and then going from there, they should have the momentum to win those games that they need to, uh, to win if they don't go any higher in the standings. But, I mean, they could potentially be in the eighth spot. I, I mean, it's, they're just – with everything that's going on between injuries – with the Hawks and stuff like that, or if the Charlotte Hornets are playing inconsistent, then the Warriors, I mean, the Warriors, the Wizards, they could be climbing, bro. Like, the Wizards is no joke right now. And like I said, I would like to see them in the first round play the Nets because I think they could stretch the Nets out to six games, bro. 
And I would just love to see that intensity. Even if it's a, a blog, it doesn't matter. It's Russ, bro. It's Russ against his former teammates. Like, he just played with James Harden a season ago. And he won it out. And Kevin Durant, we know what happened there. Like, we don't even have to talk about that. We just say Kevin Durant and Russ. And everybody's like, yeah, we know. Like, I want to see this. And the Wizards are, are giving me what I want to see. And shout out to OKC, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, even if, you know, um, I think it's looking like pretty much a lock now that, that the Wizards, hopefully I'm not jinxing them, but that the Wizards are going to make at least the play-in or the play-in. But, I mean, even let's say they, they lose in the play-in or they get the A seed and, you know, get swept first round or lose bad first round, I still think that you should be extremely optimistic and happy with the way the season turned out for Washington. They look to be, uh, you know, like the first half of the year, the, I mean, pretty much a laughing stock of the league and, you know, a team with with that much talent that wasn't succeeding. And, and like you said, they really turned it around. So, I mean, even if, you know, they, they lose in the play-in tournament, I still think uh, being a – if you're a fan of Washington or – you still be on what you're saying that if they lost in the the tournament, it might put them in a gray area because like what you were saying, like, you know, the consistency of not doing this all year, they do have great momentum. So it makes you think like, okay, we can keep this together. But at the same time, it kind of rains on your braid a little bit when you don't win those single elimination games. Now, if they do make it past the play in tournament and they become an official playoff team, the eighth seed, or even if they become the seventh somehow, but they would have to, you know, at least be eighth by the end of the regular season. But if they actually make the playoffs, then I would say that is very optimistic. Like you definitely know what you have and you can build off that because you've had some injuries to some of your key players. But I think making it to the playing team and not winning would kind of like, if you definitely went, uh, lose that first game. Like you have to win two games if you're ninth or 10th to make it into the playoffs at eighth. Uh, I think it's a gray area. Now, obviously if they don't make it at all, then it, it almost seems like a bust, even though there's high momentum, like something's gone wrong again and they got out of the playoffs because they haven't been looking like a playoff team uh, regularly this season. So I would say for me, that's how I feel about it. So kind of close to what you're saying, but um, they, I don't know, they might have to, they might feel like they might feel like they need to shake something up as far as how that organization is ran if you know they lose in the play in. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Hugh, let's uh, look at the Celtics beat the Hawks. So I think I just mentioned that again um, when we were talking about the Hawks. So they they took what back to back losses, like you were saying, like no Trey Young there. So the Celtics, they're needing to win games too because of their record and where they're standing. I don't know where that puts them, but you know, that's another team down the stretch. They got to win some games here because they were looking like they were slipping about a month ago from, you know, recall us talking about them in the podcast. Like, man, where are they going to end up at? They're going to be like a spot. So yeah. maybe these guys are getting something going. I think Marcus Smart did get uh, suspended from this game uh, yep. because of some words he said in the last game. So, for them to win without him, even though it's, you know, a depleted Hawks team, that's still encouraging based off where him they and, were. Him and Kimba, Kimba and too. Kimba was out, And Kimba, yeah. Yeah, because they uh, – I don't know. But I yeah. can't remember why he was out. I know he doesn't pay back-to-back games. He's but hurt. I think he missed he's, both games. He's hurt. Yeah, he missed both he games. Always, yeah, something's wrong with him. I mean, he. I think he's more day-to-day than out. Um, yeah. So, I mean, nothing nothing to worry about there. But, yeah, I saw Tatum. Uh, had 35 points, uh, eight rebounds, eight assists. So he balled, and then I saw Jalen Brown had had 38, I believe. So yeah, the guys and for Boston needed to step up, and, and they did. So yeah, should be optimistic. Bro, I they're playing better track. ball now than they were. Where's Evan Fournier, bro? Bro, dude's trash, bro. I picked him up on my fantasy team to, and played him not today, but the game before. And the dude had like two points in like 30 minutes. I'm like, get out of here, bro. He ain't doing it. I don't think he scored double digits once since being there. I mean, maybe once, but, I mean, the dude, he's like a non-factor. Give me, like, Pritchard over him any day of the week. Bro, that is terrible that they did all that and just ended up with him in the trade deadline. I mean, we talked about this before. Even if they're making the playoffs and they're looking like a different team, when it comes to the actual playoffs, not having a great quality big, it's going to, I don't know. Yeah, bro. I, I, I like, don't know. I don't know how they how they match up against Philly. I don't think they stand I mean, a chance. I like Rock, you know? uh, what's his name, Robert Williams the third. Like, I think he's got some talent there and he's got some potential, but, I mean, not this year. 
It's not going to be yeah. enough. Not in the he just end. came back. He just came back today from injury. He's been out till today. Yeah. Tristan Thompson did put up a double double today, though. So yeah, probably his best game. I mean, that's year. a veteran there that'll give you your playoff experience. But he would have been best to have another. It would just would have been best if they had Nikola Vucevic. Which speaking of the Bulls, the Bulls, uh, they lost today against the Knicks. I mean, Zach Levine's out for health concerns. So I mean, the Bulls are just not looking like they're going to make the play-in tournament. I mean, it's just. I don't know if it's like not enough time for them to get adjusted to having Vucevic on the team or they're just thought that it was going to be a different outcome. I mean, some of this is a developmental issue, in my opinion. Like I thought Kobe White was going to be more productive this year and more of a breakout candidate, but it came up short for me this season. And I just don't think it's not, it's not there yet this season. Like this is going to be another failure for Zach Levine as far as, playoff hopes in my opinion i mean there's still some time anything could happen but it's not looking good for the bulls bro like it was looking good like a month and a half ago when the celtics were on the downfall they looked like they were up on their eyes but bro it's not looking good it's not looking yeah. good yeah the new york knicks oh boy let what let me let me say what i have to say about chicago first i know you go get into new york uh yeah, Chicago, I mean, it was looking good for them, like you said, for a while. But, you know, I don't think there could have been a worse time for Zach Levine to uh, have to enter the league's uh, health and safety protocols. I mean, just crunch time, you know, like you said, uh, you know, right now it's like crunch time, you know, all these teams going and, you know, your main guys out. So I don't think it, I don't think it could have happened at a worse time. Uh, just unfortunate. You know, I think with Levine playing, you know, they'd probably be winning at least a few of these games and we might be talking about they still have a chance. But, yeah, I mean, especially now, I do know Levine, they were talking about him missing seven to 10 days. And I do know that they said that he's out this whole road trip, but the road trip ended tonight. So, I mean, I uh, guess there's a probably a good chance that he returns whenever they play again, maybe Friday, uh, you know, probably. of him coming back. But I mean, still maybe a little too late with, uh, with Washington, how good they're playing right now. I see Chicago is like the odd, odd team out that, you know, had chances, but, you know, just an unfortunate timing with Zach Levine uh, getting COVID or being around somebody with COVID. And then, uh, just just everything that happened with him, just unfortunate. Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, it's just <laughs> – it's not looking good for the Bulls. The Bulls are just, like, terribly jinxed as a franchise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know how I explain it. If you look at it, you know, from the bigger picture, it's just been like that for the last two decades. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah, but the go, Knicks, bro, you got something you want to say about the Knicks? Go with the Knicks, bro. Bro. Bro, no, Knicks are hot, go with man. my Knicks. I mean, why are you hating on the Knicks? Are you hating on the Knicks? I just hate on the Knicks. For, I hate on the Knicks. I, no, just, no, just I tell know. me right now. No, I know how tell happy me right you now. are. I'm not why are you, on the like, I just know you how acting happy. Like me saying, oh, the Knicks are good is like the worst thing ever. No, like, bro. what are the Knicks? Hey, you just been talking a lot what about the Knicks. Nothing. Because they're good. They deserve the respect, bro. Have you ever been to New York? No. Yeah, I've drove through it. I've never been in it. Like, went in it. I've drove. I drift through New York. Not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I mean, yeah, it's someplace I'd I'd like to go, but but no, yeah, nothing wrong with New York. Next time we go, you got to go. They're probably the biggest – Okay, yeah, they're probably the biggest surprise uh, in the NBA this season. So, I mean, yeah, shout out. I mean, given their props, Julius Randle is an all-star this year. Surprisingly for us, because we didn't talk about that before, you know, even before we had the podcast, and he's keeping that level of play up. Like, that's – it's the Knicks. When you started watching basketball, what did you know about the Knicks? Uh, that Stephen A. liked them, and he was sad every year. Yeah, because they were trash. So, like, straight up, even the New York Knicks fans, like, they're trash. They know. They're honest about that. Like, this is trash, bro. Like, it wasn't no Philadelphia 76ers thing of trusting the process and watching the team tank. Like, they were just straight up trash. You got to give them props, bro. I mean, you talk mm-hmm. about Curry and the Warriors being underdogs and winning games. Dude, the Knicks, bro. Like, there's another team in New York City that's, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, but the Knicks, bro, they're they're doing what – they're overachieving in a way. I mean, nobody saw this. They're overachieving. The Nets are doing what they're supposed to be doing, so that's why it's such a big deal. You got to compare the two. It's the same city, bro. It's no different than last year's narrative if we are comparing the Clippers with the Lakers. You know, you might be rooting for one over the other. It doesn't matter. It's a narrative. You have to talk about it because they coexist. And if they're both doing good, then they're both doing good. And that's what's happening. The Knicks and the Nets are both doing good. It's not like I'm talking about 
the Detroit Pistons over here, Hugh, and poor man's Tatum and Jeremy Grant, you're acting like I'm I'm doing that. Get back in the camera. Bro, I'm sorry. It just cut on the Wizards Lakers highlights. And what's his last name? Roy. What is it? Hachimura? Hachimura. Hachimura, bro. He just had a nasty dunk right on AD. Sorry, I was just in awe of that dunk. I heard like about AD that dunk. Fell to the ground. The AD fell to the, the ground, like covering his head. And he just, man, I was rough. Sorry. I was listening, but that was just, that comment, that dropped my jaw there. Eddie got posterized. That's what I'm saying. The Wizards, man, the young guy. That's what I was telling you, bro. They, they're on to something, bro. They drank in the secret stuff. They got something in their water bottles. Yeah, yeah, bro, bro. I'm not hating on the Knicks. Yeah, for real. I don't want hey, people to you think are. that. Shout You're out to the Knicks. No, you look at the New like York a... Knicks like you look at Jamal Murray. Okay, here's what I will say. Yeah. Here's here. Okay, you want me to talk, say something about the Knicks? Hey, here's what New I think York, about the Knicks. A hey, great New team. York, New York. Hey, if you're from New York, hey, this is the guy. Listen to this guy, and you ain't gonna like it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, my thing with New York. Uh, so I mean, definitely uh, they're fourth right now. So like they'll who who do we have them playing? Atlanta. Hey, if it froze, right? What we did on uh Monday, they'd be playing Atlanta, right? We had them winning that, but you know, to to make an actual deep push you know what i'm saying maybe um eastern conference finals uh um uh you know i still probably say they're probably one piece away so i mean in, enjoy this and you know maybe with the success this season this season you know attract attract another uh all-star caliber player to pair with julius randall and I, no I legitimately i think they got the shot so i'm not trying to rain on the parade this year i just don't see him you know i think you um, are going I think in you on are. like three, we top all, three teams i think we kind of all know that but yeah I mean, I think you're raining. I mean, I'm just saying my point. You're not giving them no, enough I'm not raining my point. Bro, but you chirped the them. Warriors, bro. Like, Steph Curry is all of a sudden the first-year candidate for MVP. We know what Steph Curry is. Did we know this Look about Julius Randle, yes or no? Did Don't we know this about Curry. Julius Don't you dare Randall? bring up Steph Curry right now. We'll go turn bro, this to the debate real quick. Because the Warriors quick. are sitting Don't you in, like, 10th place. What do you mean? his fault. You don't think – you don't think the Knicks have as hard of a challenge, if not harder challenge, being in the East and being where they're at right now versus where the Warriors are at in the West? Nope, West is stacked. West is stacked. Okay, but the East, all these other teams that are below them, you think that, yeah, the Knicks should have been better than them to start the season. That's what you're saying. The Knicks look better than the Bulls. The, the no, Knicks look better the than Warriors. the Hawks. We're talking about the Warriors. The, look, the Knicks look better oh, than the Celtics? No, oh. You said that at the beginning of the season. No, huh? no, bro. That's but I'm you not, know what we I'm did. Really, I know, know what, what you probably about, thought. But, really but you know what you probably Shout thought. You probably thought the, you probably thought the Warriors were better than the Timberwolves. Yeah. All right then. No, the beginning of the season, I didn't. I didn't even see the Knicks in the playoffs. So yeah, shout out the Knicks, bro. That's what I said. Biggest surprise the of the year. They're I'm not, giving them like, the flowers. It's bro. not like they're barely making the playoffs, or well, they got to play yes. in to play in the playoffs. They're in the middle. They're top four. That's what I said. And I even have them winning first round. All I'm saying is going forward to build on this momentum, get another All Star caliber player, and challenge those top three teams. And right now, it's not going to happen. I'm just going to be honest. Obviously, that's the thing. So like, I'm giving you them the flowers, live, but you ask you, you want my live opinion. In the present that's what with I'm them? telling you. My opinion. And you can't. You can't live in the present with them. Hey, we can live in the present with. With man. the Timberwolves beating nobody beat Utah back to back, and winning another year, game, bro. bro, bro, but we can celebrate the Timberwolves winning against Utah back to back, and still not going to be a play-in team. But the Knicks are in fourth place in the I'm East. Giving them fourth. Their I don't care out, who else bro. is in the East. They're they going dumb huh? with it. They like they balling. Julius Randle's a monster. I ain't saying nothing about it. I'm saying they're healthy. You're not saying, pretty healthy. You're not saying anything bad about it, they, but you're not saying anything good about it. They're, yeah, they're doing this keep, without Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, shout out the Knicks. They are playing amazing this year. But I'm talking about if they really want to be elite, if they really want to be mentioned from, you know, here on out, not one year fluke where they're up so high next year playing. If they want to continue this, if they want to keep this momentum going, if they want to keep their fans, you know, you know, hopes high, if they want to do that, go out, you know, end this year strong, win your first round against Atlanta. If that's who you play, Boston, whoever it is. You know, probably get knocked out, in my opinion, second round, which is okay. You know, you still exceeded everybody's expectations. You know, carry that momentum. You know, you showed the league what you, you got. Pick up another all-star caliber player. Did you hear the other day? Teams. Did you hear the other day what Stephen A was saying? I mean, I know some of it's kind of like you got to filter through, but he was saying something about how he, says a lot. he feels like Kevin Durant will regret choosing the Nets yeah, over the Knicks. If they, what they say, if they don't win the finals, yeah, I saw that. I don't believe it. 
I mean, look at what the Knicks had. They could have just added them to the roster, technically. Yeah, with Kevin Durant there, though. Like, see, with a play, that's what I'm saying. Like, an all-star caliber player, not even Kevin Durant. Like, I'm saying a guy, guy all-star caliber, like D'Angelo Russell, like Zach Levine, like one of those type of guys. I mean, and they – All right, look, listen, listen. I was saving this for the future for like maybe the off season or something like that. But like, I want to go ahead and touch on it. Like what if the, the, the uh, Celtics don't need Kemba Walker anymore? Like they decide yeah. to move on from him. He goes there and then they add another piece or let's say um, the Wizards thing doesn't work out. And Russell Westbrook goes to, to the, the, um, the Knicks, like the Knicks are on the map now. So you're talking yeah. about adding a, a piece. And it could easily be out of what if the what if the Phoenix Suns get knocked out the first round somehow and it just blows up and Chris Paul wants to go to the Knicks? Like that's what I'm saying. What you're any, saying is uh, like any, legitimately all, can come true. Yeah, that's what, what I What if the Knicks trade for Car Anthony Towns? I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. That's what they need to do. I'm not saying these wild expectations. That's what they need to do. I know, but any, I feel any like of those that guys, Kimba, too- Zach Levine, any any all-star caliber player, in my opinion. Any all star, I understand, but I feel like you're not giving them enough credit right now. Like, I right am, now, bro. I feel Shout like the, the I feel like the, the Nets are one piece away. How about that? I feel like they're one piece away. Yeah, and you cap it heavy. What do you mean I'm capping heavy? They're always one piece away. How many games has the big three played together? Seven, seven out of all how right, many man, games? The healthy Warriors, that's hey, been the played healthy so Warriors, far? The 60 Warriors, games, one piece away. The Lakers last year. One piece away. I mean, you can say it about any, any team you want. That's what I'm getting at. So celebrate what they got now. I am. I'm just saying going forward. I gave my opinion about going forward, what they need to do to stay relevant. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, man. New York fans, put in the comments. What do you think Julius Randle would do? Let's say, let's say the next, let's say the next two years, they don't go out, they don't get another all-star player. Julius Randle will say, man, the hell with this, and he go, he go leave. So I'm just saying they he might want, not. They, it's New York. Shout out Julius Randle. Shout out the Knicks. Derrick Rose bro. quickly. You know Robinson. He's out. Shout out all those guys. But I'm just saying. What about my boy? You, what about my boy? You, you, you dude RJ. Shout them all out. Shout them all out. But yeah, thank you, saying, man. Give them shout props. out the Knicks, bro. They deserve it. You man, know, no watch. one expected hey, you them watch to be where they were. Year. You watch next year. If the Knicks keep this momentum up, you watch, bro. Uh, we might be talking about RJ being an all-star next year. Oh, I said boy. this last year about Jalen Rose. I feel like next year is going to be RJ's turn. He's Who's going to be Jaylen the next Rose? guy to watch off. Who's Jalen Rose? Jalen Brown. You said Rose. Well, well my bad. Jalen Rose is a, is a former Rose. NBA player. He's an ESPN he analyst. I don't know who he is. Well, anyway, you know what I mean. You get worked up. Your, your speed starts to slur like you've been drinking. I don't oh, yesterday you, you said Steve Kerr like, when talking about Steve Nash. Okay. So you get you get worked point? up and your mind just starts, starts running around. I get you. I, it I get, does run I get, around. This should have been a debate episode. We need to have a debate on this. It's a debate right now. If you want to go, you want to. Man, go? the Knicks ain't even the best team in New York. Get out of here. All right, go on. Oh no, we're not ending on that, bro. Bro, the Knicks are bro, the I best just said team. It, I just, okay, then playing that nope. as a debate. We'll nope. do a debate. You got back that up. You're just looking at the record. All right, they so you They have a first-time first All-Star in Julius Randle. Whoa, you saying right now on any given night you're going to pay to go to see the Nets? You go, would you take your chance on that? Or however much the Nets cost versus the Knicks, on any given night you're taking the Nets? Yeah, with one no. of their three, I'll take them. No, not any given night. Just one of the three, really. With the, yeah. Whatever their ticket prices are, one of the three is good enough to, uh, the, to vouch for that. Even yeah, though you're expecting all Harris. three, but one of the Joe three. Harris. Okay. That's enough that's said right there. I don't even think I got to say anything. All right. Let's go on to these next game. My AirPods about dead. Go on to the next game. Hey, ain't my fault you burned them up. You burned them all right, up. All right, go on to the next game. Julius Randle's ears probably ringing. Bro. Yeah, you- sir. All right, go on to the next game. Let's move on. We spent a lot of time on that. I feel like Michael Rappaport up in this. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, hey, to round out anyway, your thing today. Anyway, Heat versus to round Spurs. Out, he to beat round the Spurs. Out, well, that's good. Hey, to round out your thing today. Um, the game just ended a little bit ago. Uh, uh, Phoenix beat Clippers tonight. I don't know if you got the final because the game is still on. No, but, we were getting uh, to that, but thanks for plugging that in. No, I was just saying. We were getting to it, but, yeah. Anything you want to say on the Heat versus the Spurs? No. Nah. As expected, Heat needed to do something to stay relevant. I think they they fell to seventh or something like that. So, uh they need I mean, to this is basically what I'm getting at. 
most of the teams on here are winning the games they should be winning outside yeah. of the, some of the tougher matchups. Yeah, nothing crazy. Like said, they did what they should have did. I was going to get to the Clippers versus the Suns. That could have been a toss-up. That could have went either way, but obviously the Suns are the team with the close. better record. But but that's a, that's a two-seed versus three-seed right there. Yeah, it was like a one-point game with like two second. minutes left. Like, it, it, got, it got close. The Clippers were down big, uh, more than 10, and they came back, like I said, with like two minutes left of a one-point game. So, yeah, they, uh, it was a close game. And see, this is crazy because Kawhi Leonard didn't play for them. But this, this, is, this is the difference between regular season play, uh, Paul George and playoff P. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, That's he balled. I, I, I think he just had 20-some, but I think Booker had 20-some too. I think they showed they both put up about the same amount of points. But it was close. It's That's, I mean, what you can ask. I mean, yeah, we're going to get on this when we get into the playoffs right before the playoffs, like the X factors. But, I mean, clearly the X factor, the biggest X factor for the Suns is Chris Paul. And, you know, whether he's having a good day or not, he just needs to be on the court for them. The X factor for the Clippers is going to be Paul George, whether he's regular season PG or playoff P. Like, there's two different players right there. I mean, it's just unfortunate that he has those times during series, even when he played for us in OKC, where it's just sometimes he doesn't perform at a consistent level. And you see it in the regular season. You're like, man, this dude's, um, you know, freaking um, all-star level player, you know, superstar. But then when it comes to playoffs, you're like, you don't even want to put superstar by the name of Paul George. Yeah. You sound yep. disappointed. No. Yeah. Just go, go no, on. You are. What else we What's got? What's wrong with you? What's wrong no, with you? I was agreeing. You agreed like you didn't really want to, though. Sorry. Go on to the, go on to the next one. Ain't no next game. You give me the rest. That's all I have written down. I don't we know. We started no, this. No. The other games Utah, were still going. Utah and Sacramento, please. I know. They were still going uh, when we uh, did I, I, the last segment. All I know is um, I know Utah won. I think it was like Utah. Listen to this. Utah put up 154 points. Dude, they were blowing them out big halftime. Yeah, I think it was like 154. I think maybe like 109, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, shout out Sacramento. I mean, they have been playing decent here lately. Uh, you know, they gave the Warriors, you know, all they could handle a couple nights ago. I think they, they won. I think they won like two two recently. So, I mean, yeah, they were a team that some people were talking about, you know, possibly sneaking into a, a, a playing spot there uh, in the West. But, yeah, I mean, Utah, uh, impressive. They said it tied their, you know, their team record for most points in the game. And, you know, they did that without uh, Donovan Mitchell. So, yeah, shout out. I think it said uh, Clarkson stepped up and Bogdanovich. I think they both had like 25, uh, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, shout out Utah. I mean, you know, like we expected, you know, them to come. And even without Donovan Mitchell, you know, take care of the teams that they, they should beat. And, you know, it looks like a, the guys that needed to step up did. You know, Clarkson off the bench. You know what? Well, I ain't going to lie. But. I ain't going to lie. Somewhat of this team uh, should be what the Hawks should develop into this year. They should have developed into a version of this team. Because if you look at some of the pieces, if you compare – you know, like with Jordan Clarkson or Bogdanovich or Joe Ingles, those players you mentioned earlier in the segment about the Hawks, Bogdanovich over there, um, Gallinari, and then, you know, throw in another role player, throw in Kevin Herter. Like these are some of the similar players as far as what they contribute to the team. It's just that Utah um, is better at it, you know. Obviously they have slightly more talent overall, and then they have two all-star players, but – that that's the execution that the Atlanta Hawks need to have and that chemistry and leadership and accountability they need to have. I mean, John Collins, that's a great player to have on your team. Clint Capella, he can't get rebounds like Rudy Gobert. I mean, we know he could put up get rebounds. He was putting up big numbers for fantasy players earlier in the season. We know that it's just about structure sometimes and not just all about the talent on the court. You got to put the talent together and make it work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, not, not too, you know, not too shy with Utah. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was slightly worried about them, uh, like, earlier this week and the end of last week, like, when they lost to the of Minnesota. Uh, and I think they might have lost one more. And I'm like, man, what, what's going on with Utah? We ain't seen this. But, you know, hopefully this, you know, it's a good win, good team win, big win. Not not very often see blowouts uh, that bad. But, but yeah, you know, Sacramento, like I said, was a hot team. I think Buddy Hill uh, put up, you know, upper 20s. So, I mean, uh, you know, he was balling. But, yeah, I mean, just a team, you know, that's first in the whole league, taking care of a, of a team they should. Um, but yeah, you know, Utah hopefully finish the season strong, uh, you know, take care of that number one spot and, uh, 
be ready for playoffs, get Donovan Mitchell healthy, rest Gilbert a game or two towards the end, uh, get him uh, some press legs under him. And, and yeah, I, th- I think Utah should be good. Just the team, the only team doing what they should. Yeah, I think one of the other teams that uh, – or one of the other games I was playing right before we got on earlier, I think I saw that finished up was the Portland Trailblazers were beating – or had beat uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. And I know during halftime they were up pretty big on that, similar to this uh, Jazz game. I don't know the final – I can't remember the final. I think they won by like 20-something points. But I think the gap closed up because of just the end of the game. But, yeah, the Portland Trailblazers, once again, uh, I guess that would be – that would be back-to-back wins, back-to-back days for them. They're taking care of business too. They're trying to catch up to the Lakers, bro. With every loss the Lakers are taking and every win the Portland Trailblazers are taking, they're looking to swap positions there for standings. Yeah, yeah, for real. Shout out Portland. Uh, you know, um, Dame Dame missed a few games injured, but uh, but he's back and balling. And yeah, Norman Powell balling for him. Things are looking good, good looking good in Portland. Yeah, hoping to overpass the Lakers. Uh, I saw today too. Speaking of the Lakers, I saw that that Frank Vogel said that. I think it was today, today or yesterday or something, but he still said that LeBron is out uh, indefinitely. Uh, he quoted, uh, actually said indefinitely. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if Portland, they're trying to make a run, now it's time to do it. You know, uh, Lakers losing today, Portland winning. I think now, I think there are only two games behind them, maybe, something like that. So now, I mean, it should be one. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't, you know, they might they might pass them before the weekend's over. I mean. Yeah, maybe. I don't know the schedule. But. stuff about LeBron, they're going to say what they need to say. LeBron's ready to come back whenever he wants to. He's keeping up. Yeah, he's going to need They need him. Just, they going to need to. Le, LeBron, this is the thing you have to understand about LeBron. I know you don't really like him all that much. LeBron is a smart player on and off of the court. Like, you don't understand. Like, if he feels like he needs to come back, he will come back. At this point in his career, he knows what he needs to do. And he knows where he can afford the team to be at. Like, he's just that skilled of a veteran player on and off the court. Like, it's no joke. Like, he knows that, okay, if we're in fifth place, we have this much of a gap. We need to win this this many games to say where we're at. Or Portland's got this game on their schedule. You know, they might take some losses here. Or as long as we're six and higher, that's fine. We can slip one spot. He's got an eye on everything, bro. Like, this is a very smart player, very intelligent being here that we're talking about like there's nuances in the games that we just don't even understand LeBron's process and thought process of how he just remembers things and plays play by play on the court that that's what makes him a great player it's not just skill we see a lot of players with skill there's something that has to put you over the edge to make you that much better than other players on the in the league yeah I mean I agree with that yeah so I'm not buying the Frank Vogel thing that's just something to keep the media from keep asking questions because they'll give that same answer. Indefinitely means there's they no just, definitive I mean, timetable. That doesn't just, have the same tag as when you hear other players that uh, they got to get an MRI done because they possibly ruptured their Achilles indefinitely. Like this is like literally LeBron might be back next week. Yeah, sorry. AirPods died on me. But, uh, Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully you're right. I mean, the Lakers, um, yeah, I'm not huge on the Lakers, but, I mean, they they need LeBron. I mean, uh, especially if they reel. What are they – what are they – what did I say they were? Fifth now? So, I mean, especially if they fall down to six. I mean, and, and then I don't know. they fifth for a while. Yeah, I think, so, I mean, I think that they, they fall in Dallas. Is, I mean, if Dallas and Portland are switching back and forth, they have to be right there too. The last thing you want to do with the Lakers is, is fall into seventh there at the end. I mean, that's yeah. the last thing. Lakers, so, I mean, yeah, they need LeBron back sooner rather than later and that's the last thing they want to do so i'm thinking i'm sure they're keeping an eye on that even though it doesn't look like a big gap in games and you know it doesn't to me i'm sure they're well aware of situations and keeping track of that Uh, somehow some reason they may manage to stay around fifth since lebron's run out where were they in fourth before maybe in third uh when they had ad and lebron but i mean not to be down to seventh place is actually kind of shocking for me it's been a couple months now, right? Like going yeah. on two months. I'm I mean, the All Star game. I mean, AD was out before the All Star game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised too. I mean, I I expected them to to tumble more than they did because that team is just just so inconsistent. I mean, they have some guys on it, but it's just like Kuzma. We talked about him. I mean, 21 night, you know, five the next night. One player that is extremely disappointing me this season that I expected to step up a lot for the Lakers is Montrez Harrell. He's uh, you know, he'll you know, I. He's. I don't think he's playing that well, and I don't think he's getting his minutes reduced because of it. I know one 
thing with uh, Drummond coming in. But I think, like, I saw a couple games ago, the dude played, like, 15 minutes in a close game and only scored two points. I'm just like, yeah, man. I mean, I expected a lot more. You know, we know what Harold did for the Clippers last year. So that's just one player that break, I've been kind of disappointed. Let me break this down to you once more because they're a championship caliber team. Um, the, I think they know what they're doing there. Like, yeah, I don't know all their off-court issues, but the uh, strategy behind that is for Davis and um, Drummond because they're going to see most likely the primary amount of time as backcourt mate, uh, front court mates there so even though they might take a loss or Montrez isn't playing as many minutes the goal is to get that acclimation there of Drummond and AD because that's ultimately the product they want on the court for most of the game when they come to playoff series now we know Montrez can play with AD you know they've got some experience in in the regular season and him as a backup for Drummond or a backup for I don't know if he'd back up uh, AD and have them in him in with Drummond but the purpose of that, in my opinion, is just so they can get that reacclimation. Like, yeah, you only play 15 minutes, but the the bigger picture and the bigger purpose is for the playoffs. Like, everything's geared to that. Like, this team is built for playoffs, and I know I say that about different teams, and some teams do it different ways, but that's what they're doing here. So, Montrose Harrow is supposed to be that spark plug off the bench. So, and that, that might be where the Clippers went wrong. You ever see these teams that do so much in the offseason? I mean, in the regular season, and then when it comes to postseason, it's not enough. Like, i.e., the Rockets every year when they had James Harden. Like, you do it big in the regular season, and then what happened? It's because you do not test these things out in the regular season at the times that you can afford to do that. And, yeah, it looks like the, the Lakers are desperate to have LeBron back because they don't want to slip. But that's there's a strategy to this, and that's why I factor that in with the Brooklyn Nets. Where is the, the strategy when it comes to playing those big three together? Your best strategy might be to play two at a time, like literally like two at a time, swap them in and out. Because when it comes down to that experience of having all three on the court down the stretch in tight games, we haven't seen that like hardly any. So that's, that's one of the things, but yeah, not to dive too deep into that. I'm going to get into that some more when we get in the playoffs too, but you got anything else you want to add? Nope. That was it for that. Okay, well, thank you all for kicking in the second half. This has been Kish YZ. This has been another podcast. If you're watching this video, give us a thumbs up. And please give it, us a subscribe if you haven't. Once again, this is Limb Loss Awareness Month. And for every subscriber we have at the end of this month of April, we are donating, or I'm donating a dollar to the Limbs for Life Foundation at limbsforlife.org uh, to support Limb Loss Awareness on May 1st. Hugh, final words, bro. Yeah. Yeah, just, um, you know, appreciate all the support we continue to receive from our videos, the views, the likes, the the new subs, uh, as long as the, as long as, I don't even know what I was trying to say there. We appreciate the new followers, uh, you know, the new ones we're receiving uh, along with the OGs, the ones that have been here from the start. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, to the people that aren't subscribed that are watching this video, uh, give us a thumbs up. You know, if you like the video, you know, put in the comments uh, something we missed or maybe a team that you think uh, differently than what we had to say about. But, uh, yeah. And if, you know, you want to see more of our videos, we do videos on shoes and we do debates every now and then. Uh, we do um, PPS, past, present, future on specific players. We do quite a few different segments. But if any of that sounds interesting or you just want to check me and D out arguments more, whatever the case may be, uh, if you like our personalities, uh, whatever. Um, you know, give me a sub, uh, no tomatoes, no veggies, not a fan, but yeah, we appreciate all y'all, uh, you know, continue, uh, continue cheering us on like, and sub, you know, the more subs we see, the more views we see, the more likes we see, you know, it pumps us up even more. We want to put out more content. Uh, uh, we've kind of taken a slight break this week and last week, but I mean, before that we were six days a week putting out content every day. So, I mean, we grinding for y'all, we trying to put out content. Uh, so let us know what y'all think. We love feedback, love comments. Even even we had a dislike one time. I mean, we love it. I mean, at least we're getting the, some some feedback. So, yeah, just continue to do that. If you don't like what we say, give us a thumbs down. Put in the comments why you didn't like it. I mean, we we uh, we appreciate all that. But, yeah, just like I said, appreciate all y'all. and uh, Continue just doing you and, and showing support for us. Yeah, thanks, you. That was a great shout out. I appreciate you wrapping that up. And as well, you know, catch us on Anchor.fm, uh, Google Podcasts, Podcast, and Spotify if you want the audio-only versions of our podcast. And our PPFs are on there as well. 
And yeah, if you want to follow us, you can look for us on Twitter and Instagram under KishYZ, K-I-S-H underscore Y-Z. And of course, come back here to YouTube under KishYZ. And thank you for listening and watching. Peace and love, everybody.